This episode of Diamond Talk is brought to you by Megaseats.com. Megaseats.com is your go-to website for buying tickets for your favorite sporting events, concert, or theater. Yeah, you heard me right. Go see a Yankee game during the day, then go see Springsteen on Broadway at night. It's that easy. This website is awesome. There are no service fees ever. There's no shipping to get you your tickets, and the website is super user-friendly. And right now, use the code SSAW Network for 10% off. I went and checked it out. I looked myself. You get a great map of the venue. You get to see where your seats are to watch whatever you're going to be watching. And when you enter in that code, you do get 10% off. And there's no service fees or shipping added. So the price you see is the price that you're actually going to pay. And I'm used to having to click through a couple different screens to see what my actual price is. Best thing about this website is whatever you see on that screen as you're perusing tickets, that is the price you're going to see on your receipt. So go to megaseats.com and get your tickets for the next sporting event and we'll see you on the field. What is up, everybody? Yo, welcome back to Diamond Talk. Been, been a pretty quiet week. Not going to lie, man. I think the best thing that baseball might have done is add that second wild card spot. Um, basically looking at how the rest of the, the MLB is going, man. But, yo, today we're here with Rob. Nick, Nick's out in, in Seattle doing, you know, Pacific, like, what is it? West? He's, he's scouting. He's scouting the He's got a New Jersey. So he's chilling <laughs> with the kiddos. So we'll, we'll see him back next week. Yo, but Rob, yo, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm good. Uh, like you said, not much has changed. But but the thing that is still true this week that was true last week as well is that there is still meaningful baseball being played. And I think that's the key here. As long as there's meaningful baseball being played, I think just like you said, like that second wild card really does like have some added meaning. Dude, it, it really does, right? Because like in, in the NL, the season would be over right now, right? Like like the Dodgers so far ahead of yeah. – of, um, the Padres in the wild card that this would have been set for a month already, yeah. and all of these other games would have been pretty much mm-hmm. meaningless. But right now where we're at it in, in the yeah. NL. We have the Padres and the Reds fighting at it, and trust me, none of those teams want to make the playoffs. They've both been absolute fucking trash <laughs> these this last month and a half. It's like, hey, look, guys, <laughs> October sounds fun, but I kind of booked a wedding or, or I booked a vacation that day, so if we could wrap this up before then. You know, that'd, be, that'd be really nice. Dude, it, it's been really bad. I mean, I don't know. What is the yeah. kind of your take for me? Because I just look at it, and Padres don't want to win, like, at all. Like, everyone who could possibly fuck it up for them has found a way to fuck it up. Except for Dutty Jr. He's still he's still probably the... the, the... <laughs> right, yeah. Who, who, probably Look, the MVP, you see him yeah. and Machado about to fucking kill each other? <laughs> oh, my lord, yeah. Yo, that's, it's too many. It's, it's, you can't be having Hispanics in each other's face well, like that. Died. Like, it's, it's, it's too close. <laughs> It's too close right now, but it's it's true. I mean, look, it's like I told people, right? I mean, as sim- to keep it as simple as possible, Tatis and Machado could have could literally have two hundred fights. Machado will be out of there. Absolutely. You feel me? Like it's like it. That's just how it's gonna be. That's just how it's gonna be. At this, like everyone can pretty much agree 
trajectory wise, Tatis Jr. is going to be a better player. And personality wise, he is more beneficial for San Diego. And I'm pretty sure no one in San Diego's executive office would disagree. So if it ever came down to something serious, um, which I don't think it is, uh, then Machado would be the first one out there. But I think, dude, for San Diego, I mean, again, I want to ask this question, right? Why are people getting like so, so crazy about San- the way that San Diego season is going? And like, the only reason I ask the question is because like people got to realize that like a lot of the stuff with San Diego this season was very heavy media driven. Like I've been, I've been, dude, I, how long have I been saying it? How long have I been saying it? San Diego prepared for 2022, right? If you look at the way that their contracts are set up for a lot of the key players on their team, right? That the core, the core, especially expect, look, when you make a trade for, for a pitcher of the caliber of a Mike Clevenger, knowing that he is not going to pitch in 2021, you make that trade for 2022, right? Like, you can make the argument that San Diego probably wished that they were in a better position than they are right now. And they kind of were like, hey, let's see how things kind of go in 2021. But I think 2022 is going to be their real year. I think if, I think if things don't work for them in 2022, then a lot of those pieces that they spent a lot of time, you know, these last couple seasons acquiring and stacking up, you might see them, <laughs> you might see them traded away. I, I think 2022 is probably going to be going to be the start of, of you know, like we kind of got to get our shit together because. We're sitting here today with a young Tatis Jr. I think that's what San Diego wants to capitalize on. And, you know, they have the pieces in place. They just kind of hope that those pieces can perform. It's crazy what's happening with the Padres because, look, you're right. It is media-driven, you know. And I think the worst thing that happened was that the Padres bit into that media. Um, You saw the moves that they made during the trade deadline. And, you know, looking back on it now, you might say, oh, you know, they're pretty important, right? Because you have Conan Worth playing shortstop. Right, um, because Frazier came in, he's playing second. He's moved to the outfield or whatever, and you've seen that there's been holes in that lineup as well as in the outfield at, at times. So you know, looking back on it, that wasn't the worst move. But to be real with you, the like the Adam Frazier move was probably one that they didn't need to make. Right, Adam Frazier has kind of been mediocre for his entire career till his age thirty season. <laughs> Yeah, they try to yeah, overfill it. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where like, yeah, you appreciate that he's there, but you can't expect that kind of production for him for, for this year and next year, if he's there next year. I, I have to check out his contract situation. I don't think he is. I think he's a free agent next year. Um, yeah, I think he might hit. I think he might hit free agency. If not, he, I think he has Yeah, to and then on. like all, all the other moves, man, like, oof, it, it, it was just kind of hard to watch because it seemed like they were trying to do too much to, to fit that, that we're here early kind of rhetoric and and look you're right look that team is going to be good right. next year say what you want about their their their, their failures this year with well, the rockies are only six games back of them which is crazy to think about but yeah. you know the truth is that's more credit they, to the rockies really, though they, that's, they that's fucking awful like because i'm just saying they, they should not awful, be there man. and and here they are so maybe yeah. that team's closer than we think probably not but but still yeah. like, like <laughs> well, now, yeah, now, now when Trevor's story leaves, but yeah. But here's my thing with the Padres, right? Like, it, it is about next year, though, and I hope that they don't panic. So I hope they don't do some, make some panic moves. I think this is a wake up sign for them. Right. Yeah. No. You you have yeah. to give it time, man. You have to give it time. Yeah. Like uh, until I don't see like a full and let and, and, and let's be clear too. Until we don't see like a full like healthy rotation from them, right? Because I know a lot of their pitchers had to miss time this year. 
Um, you could make the argument their best pitcher this year has been yeah. Mosgrove. I think we talked about it last mm. last episode, right? Like, and not to be disrespectful to him, right? But it would kind of be like, look, it it kind of be like this, right? It's kind of like me being like, Julio Urias is the best pitcher on the Dodgers staff when you know that that should not be the case based off a Scherzer, Kershaw, and Bueller all being there, right? That's the case with Mosgrove. The fact that he's the number one for San Diego, knowing that they have Darvish, Snell, Lamette, and obviously, you know, an injured Mike Clevenger, that's a problem. That's something that needs to be addressed from them because, again, not coming at the dude, super talented, and, and, I, and I like the year that he's been having. I, I, I told y'all that the change in scene would, would, would help him out. But the thing is, he's way better suited as a, like a number three. Like he's almost like the perfect number three. Like if, if I had him as a third starter in most rotations, like boy, then I have to imagine what my number one and number two guys have for Joe Mosgrove to be my number three. And San Diego could be. No, so yeah, he's yeah, like the Patrick ahead. Corbin of that Washington Nationals team when they had Strasburg, Scherzer. And, right. You know, Corbin was probably the best three you can, you can possibly have in baseball that year. Right. Yeah. No, he, he has that. He has that potential. I I, I think, you know, uh, it's a little, like I said, I think San Diego probably saw, saw that potential, but I didn't think in their heads, they would think that he would hit it so quickly because again, they kind of entered the year with a six man rotation. So, and, and now it's like, he's in there. Like he is a top, he's a top three guy for them. So, so it's just like, we're going to have to see where they go from here. Absolutely, man. So look, in the NL, that's pretty much all that's happening. The Reds and the Padres are going to fight it out for this next week and a half. Um, actually, no, the Cardinals. Cardinals are also in that. They're actually leading that. So, yeah. Which is also crazy. Yeah, the Cardinals which are four games up crazy. on Cincinnati, man. Why? Why? It's, Why? Why? The Cardinals are being led by a Puerto Rican and Yadier Molina. It's not, it's crazy. not crazy. It's it crazy based on where they were to, to, in the middle of the season. right? The, for, the, for the majority of this year, they've been under 500, I want to say. Right, I, I think it's been bro. It's it, it, it's a steady. You got you just got to say like like Yadier was just finishing up his his arroz <laughs> You know his tostones, aguacate, pa 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 pa. And now he's getting it together for the team. Like he Yadier always come through for St. Louis, yo. Like it, like he lit he literally you know he. I mean, it's not argued. Like he is one of the most important players in that top, franchise. Top, top like, three, like, and man, he's probably number two. Like yeah, like no, hey. I, Hey, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could argue about his positioning. You can't argue about the yeah. fact that he's there. Like, you know, like, and he he's just doing it for St. Louis. I mean, I think they're, I, I think they're like 10, they're on a 10 game win streak. I think, yeah, I think I saw that yesterday or something like game. that. Like, so, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just like, yo, they're up. <laughs> We're talking about Cincinnati. Look, Cincinnati's four games back. Philadelphia's four and a half. San Diego's five. Like the Mets just took a deep dive. <laughs> the the Mets are eight and a half back of St. Louis now. Like, dude, not for nothing though. But like, St. Louis should be a little feared, man. Because sometimes yeah. it's about how hot Absolutely. you are, right? Like, if, if they enter the postseason hot, and yo, if the Dodgers get bounced in the wild card, yo, we gonna have to we gonna have to keep Nick off off any future recording. You feel me? Like, like shit, shit's about to get crazy. But again, it's it's not that we it's not that we kind of like are like oh if if this happens it's just that like the the wild card matchups have like crazy potential right 
Like you're talking about like you're talking about uh, uh, a Dodgers team who's guaranteed to go to the wild card or a Giants team who's guaranteed to go to the wild card. Right. Because we don't know how that how the NL West is going to finish out. One of those teams is going to be the first wild card. And then you have to face a team like a St. Louis or a Cincinnati or a Philly or a San Diego in a one game playoff. That's already a tough enough matchup. Then you can even bounce back on the other side of things where, where I mean, we talked a little bit um, off the air about it, but you you potentially have the three the three other teams besides Tampa Bay in the AL East competing for that wild card too. Like it's just man, it's it's craziness all over. It, it's insane. And you know what's the best part about the wild card the, the wild card game is that you're gonna get no matter what the matchup is, you're getting two top you're getting two top aces, right? Like if if St. Louis is a is a team that comes out of the wild card um, to face the Dodgers or Giants. You have options between flat, you know, Flattery and, and and Adam Wainwright. I don't know who they go with, but in my opinion, Flattery is a guy who can beat the, the, the Dodgers or the Giants, right? And by beat them, I just mean be good enough that yeah, they they got to see if yeah, he comes right. back though, because I don't he, think he had uh, he did have a setback, he had know, a setback I, I, from from his injury, his his velocity's yeah. down, hasn't pitched since August. But but here's the thing: potentially, if he is back, you got to ride with him, right? Like I, I don't know. It, it, yeah, no, he's the. He's their ace. He's their ace. I mean, you kind of, they kind of envision him to be kind of like that top guy, like Wainwright was for a lot of years. But again, like I said before, credit to Wainwright for for just you know being a being a a top level vet himself, putting together you know a, a pretty top notch and and pretty consistent season with St. Lu- with with St. Louis. You know, losing so much pitching to to injury like that. That's part of the reason too that they've been able to make this climb back. Look, Absolutely, man, and just just to just to finish off on the NL uh, wild card, there's only there's only really I don't know two teams that scare me like as far as like a pitcher that put out there in the wild card, like Zach Wheeler if he pitches a wild card game. Granted, I don't think the Phillies make it, but still, if he pitches a wild card game, that's huge, right? We're not even even picture a world where the Mets make it, so we're not even gonna talk about that. But like the Reds, Reds got armed, right? Reds got look. Luis Castillo hasn't been what I thought he was going to be, but he's still he, – he's got A stuff, man. And he's probably not even the guy who pitches that game. And, and then, you know, Giants and Dodgers, you know, it'd probably be Gossman for, for the Giants or, or Axwood. Dodgers, Max Scherzer is the only person you even think about in, in that situation. Unless, you know, you're, you're Dave Roberts and you flirt around with Clayton Kershaw. But I doubt that happens. You know, AL is a lot more interesting. AL is still, is still hot, right? I think the best part about the AL is that it's all within one division. Like, like I know, I know we're, we we gotta say AOS yeah. because you know technically they're also you know very close. Talk about the Mariners and Athletics, but it's hard to see a world where they overcome any of the ALEs teams to get that second wild card spot. You know, right now the AL wild card spots are between the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. That flips what feels like daily, right? Right now the Red Sox are on top by a couple games. That can literally change the next couple days. That's just the way this division has been going, right? There's been so much competition at the top there. Rays just clinched today, so so they're they're gonna be good. They're they're chilling. Don't still don't know how they do it. There's not there's probably like a handful of players that I can say might start on every team if that. And and I mean I don't know. It's they're they're fucking magicians, you know. In in the AL Central, we've been saying it for a while. It's the White Sox division to lose. Surprisingly, the Rays have more wins than the White Sox, and I say surprisingly because AL East is such is much more of a tough division. 
you have you have four teams with over eighty five wins already. That is nuts. And then in, in in the West, you know, Astros, they're in there, and we already mentioned that. Like the Mariners, Angels were just mathematically eliminated today. To nobody's fucking surprise. Uh, basically, if you're not watching Otani, there's no reason to, to go there. Uh, but yo, look, AL wild card, dude. Like, how do you see this shaking out? Because no matter what happens, it's gonna be interesting. And I, I feel like no matter what happens, as the Yankee fans, we're we're, we're just you know we're ready for the disappointment. But h- how do you see this happening? You still have to count. You still have to count those five teams that are there, right? I think I would still. Uh, I'd agree with you. I'd I'd probably put my money towards the AL East because they outnumber the other teams, right? Three to two, I think. Uh, but the the thing about it is, and I don't think that a lot of people have have talked about it yet, is that a lot of these teams close the season with series against each other. So, uh, like this wild card is going to be decided in these last couple of weeks literally potential flip-flops every single night because I know I looked at the Yankees schedule the Yankees closed the year with series against Toronto Boston and Tampa Bay like so it's like again it's it's like it's like one of those you know double meaning games right where it's like it, you gain a whole game if if you win against these teams so it's it's like it's like I'm looking at it this way I think I think the Yankees go on to uh face Boston I think they have a series against Boston after this after they wrap up this series with the Texas Rangers that that series, like if Boston sweeps the Yankees, they're taking the wild card. Yeah, like it, yeah, you, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like it's that it's that much of a detrimental thing that yeah, like though like series can be easily decided. Like if like if the Yankees sweep Boston, like then I'd be like, oh yeah, like New York is probably New York is probably gonna hold on at least to a second wild card. But you know, but looking at how the rest of the games like turn out, but. Yeah, man, it's 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 really gonna come down to the end of it all. I think a lot. I think a lot. A lot is gonna be asked from a lot of these team stars, right? Like a lot of these teams are packed with stars. You have Devers. You have Devers in Boston going crazy. You have Judge in New York going crazy. You have MVP candidate Vladdy going crazy in Toronto and, and Toronto's whole entire lineup. Like Jesus, like Tor- Toronto's probably the scariest lineup in yeah, all absolutely. the playoffs. Like if the if they you know if they get one of the wild cards, like it's like man, like that lineup is just. Uh, like I don't want to be a pitcher facing that lineup like at all, but that's the thing, man. We don't know. We don't know exactly how it's going to turn out. Like, like I was talking about earlier, if the Yankees can finish off a sweep on the, on the Rangers, then they would take half game lead here on top of Toronto. They're tied with Toronto right now for that second wild card, but we're going to have to see, right. It's kind of like taking advantage of, of the opportunity. Toronto loses today. Now, if the Yankees go and lose this game, then, you know, they really gain no ground. They still, they would go back down to half game back. So I think you have to take it. I, I, it's all going to be about taking advantage of your opportunities. Like the opportunity is there. You're, there's going to be a lot of games left, um, you know, 10 games probably for, for around there for each team against each other. So you have to take advantage of those series so you can so you can kind of take that extra bump up the standings. But uh, I'm still look, man, I'm going to just. I don't know, I I think I think I would still say. The person in me kind of still wanted to be the Yankees and Red Sox wild card game, simply because I mean, look, if we see Garrett Cole and Chris Sale going at it in wild card game, like I know we talked about it a little bit last episode too, but you know that's as a baseball fan, like um one meaningful game with two of just like the elite aces in baseball is kind of what you always desire. So, and I think that's the most. I I, I think that's the most. Uh, uh, 
meaningful pitching matchup to me. Like I know a lot of a lot of people would argue, you know, Garrett Cole versus the Robbie Ray. I understand that because of the Cy Young race, but I, you know, I'm just talking more about like who's been in that kind of like positioning for 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 more consistent time. Um, so yeah, I, I I think on that end, and then obviously just the rivalry, right? Like there there's going to be a lot of meaning in that game simply because Boston and, and New York fans are always going at each other. So definitely, if they got to see each other again for one game, everything on the line, like. That could definitely be be exciting for for a lot of baseball fans out there. Definitely, man. Like I think I think in a sense, baseball wins no matter what, right? Because if it's the Yankees and Red Sox, you're seeing Garrett Cole against Chris Sale, and that alone in a one game matchup is I can't I can't picture too many better matchups, right? Like maybe a handful of better matchups, if that. You know, that's kind of as good as it gets as far as name recognition, as far as guys who still have the talent to do it on teams that have been let's be honest both of them could be better right like 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 Yankees have their struggles Red Sox have had their struggles too um so that that would be a great game just for obviously the history of it right Yankees Red Sox you pretty much mentioned all of it I think the best thing for baseball would be for Toronto to somehow get in um I just there's something about that team. Well, it's not, there's not something about that team. That team's fucking stacked. That why am I saying there's something about that team? Like it's a secret. That team's fucking stacked, <laughs> right? Right. Like, now nah, they're they're working, but 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 the thing about them is like they're still, They're not. They're yeah. They're not, not, not a not finished what, not product like that. And that's what I've been saying. It's like they have like that. They have like that same like. Look, I'm not saying that they can't come and like take this wild card and and win a World Series this year. Like, yeah. I, of course, like they're a talented team. What I'm saying is like their the mo- their more realistic timeline has always been in that 2022 2023 yeah. yeah. range as well because again their main thing has always been what lack of pitching. Now they have addressed that you know in a lot of their areas because they they traded for Jose Barrios, they acquired a Robbie Ray who's pitching how 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 Alex he's Manoa. been doing. They have Ryu and they yeah. have their young guns. Yeah, my no dude, I, I, yo, I've been yo, I've been on my boy Manoa since he got <laughs> drafted. Like I'm like yo. Like that's what that's what I'm that's yeah. what I've been saying. Like it's like Alec, like they keep taking people that I like. Like I'm just like, yo, like can you leave people on the board for the Yankees to take? But yeah, and even then, even then, look, we still haven't even mentioned yeah. Nate Pearson, who's who's like who could be like the best Pearson, out of all yeah. of them. If he can you figure know, it, it out for for a month stretch, right, where he, where you can just um come out of the bullpen, dude. probably right. He's probably not gonna be a, a starter if they make the playoffs, or if they you know go past the wild card game. He's probably come. He's probably he's he's such a weapon out of the bullpen if he can just. Find his shit for a fucking month, like, like you mentioned, he he has some of the best stuff. Yeah. He probably has the best, just pure stuff. He just has no fucking control of it. But like, it, it would be insane. Yeah. Like, I want to see. I think ultimately their bullpen would betray them, right? Like, I think that would be the real problem if, if Toronto got into the playoffs. Because you know we we've seen we've seen how good their guys would be. I, I'm not really a big Ryu fan, but I think he's good enough to get you to the fourth inning in, in a playoff game, right? Against the Rays, probably a little bit longer. Um, so I would, I know. Look, this is gonna be blasphemous, but I would love the, the, I would love to give the Rays a chance to see what they can do this year. I think it'd be exciting for for baseball. They're who we thought the Padres were. Let's just put it that way, right? Like all the excitement we had around the Padres, and oh my God, I, they're gonna be the, are they gonna win the division? Like, no, I mean, so that's yeah, they've been, they've been, they've been, but Toronto, they're, they're, they're all like, dude, Toronto, Toronto's just like Toronto's just. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while, but the thing with them is like, people don't even really like focus on them like that. 
Like I said it the other day where it was just like, look, when people talk, like, like, look at it this way, right? When people talk about, yo, who is, who's, who's like one of the top hitters in baseball? Who's like the best hitter in baseball, right? You immediately go, yeah, but you immediately think like, 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 um, um, like, yeah, Trout, Trout, yeah, Acuna yeah, yeah. Jr., Soto, Vladdy, like you know that group of players, right? Yo, Bo Bichette is on that team, people. Like, do people not realize how good of He's a player so Bo Bichette him. is? So overshadowed. Like, dude, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the thing that's dangerous is like people don't understand. Like, people still don't get how good Bo Bichette is, man. Like, behind Vladdy is just like, dude, we all we all we we we've been saying it. From from that group from that group of, of of the juniors right the 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 kids the the Guerrero Bichette and Biggio out in Toronto like we always knew Vladdy needs to be the face right like Vladdy's the one that 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 that's gonna have, be the most successful but dude Bichette is going crazy and people are are almost not almost not even talking about it almost not even talking about it for a guy who legit is is when you just when you are just looking at overall hitting. I'm not talking about just power numbers. I'm not talking about just content. I'm looking about like just look at his line. When you're talking about overall hitting, Bo Bichette, man. I'm talking about he's gonna put together like a five year run that's just gonna be like all star level after all star level type stuff. Might he, might even be an MVP contention. Like that's how good of a player. Well, I think not Bo just Bo Bichette. So yeah, Bo Bichette obviously he's that dude. But yo, T. Oscar Hernandez. Bro, oh, yeah. he's been insane, yes. he, and he's always another been insane, one, right? Like he's one of those people that low key's just a very quiet dude. People don't talk about him at all because he's overshadowed by all these young guys, and he's a little bit older than them, and he's been in the league a little bit longer. But he's always been solid. Yo, every game that George Springer played this year, he was a monster. He was a monster. He's just been hurt all fucking year, but he's been a monster every time he's in that lineup. And that's yeah. that's and all that without even us mentioning Marcus Simeon yet. That's nuts. You know? Yeah. Yeah, without even mentioning Marcus Simeon. Crazy. Yeah, that's 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 incredibly true. He's he Marcus Simeon has been has been probably the 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 well not probably the second most important yeah, hitter in the lineup this year. Those are all, those are top two. Yeah, but that but but even then, the, even then, those are your top two. Yeah, Boba yeah. Shet. It's, yeah. like, it's like oh my it's, lord, it's nuts, man. And, and you know what? Pitching wise, right? Like Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is one of those people that. Everyone's kind of been torn on because he's had seasons where you see it where it's like, oh shit, this guy's a this guy's a pretty good arm. Like if he can find a way to keep it together, this this guy can can potentially be an ace. I know the Yankees have had been on him for a long time. Um, Red Sox were on him for a while. Uh, con- every every year that he was on the Diamondbacks and contenders were contending, Robbie Ray was always a name. He was always a hey, we should take a look at him, but. He was always kind of mediocre, right? He never really took that next step. He was always kind of a, 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 a B to B minus guy. This year's motherfucking A to A fucking yeah. plus. Like it is nuts. He he's coming out. He's striking guys out at yep. will. He looks like he looks a lot like uh, Carlos Rondon from the White Sox, right? Where you know he's another guy that has a talent and just finally put it together this year. So you know, I'm telling you, man, that that, that team they're just yeah. exciting to watch. They're hoping. They're, they're hoping, too. man. They're hoping for cons- Look, from, from consistency a- from him. Yeah, that that but that's the problem. That's the problem. They need to that's the problem. It's like it's like the only reason I hold back on them fully is because is because of what you just mentioned. Like Robbie Ray is a Cy Young candidate, right? But he again, he is Christian Yellick. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's like MVP Christian Yellick to me. 
He's MVP Christian Yelich. Like, let me see yeah. it again, right? And that's the problem. We still don't know. We still don't know if Toronto is going to make the postseason this year. Like, they're in a good position right now. He might not be that guy next know. year. So I think for them, yeah, exactly. So I think for them, yeah, for sure. I, I think you might even argue. You might even well. I don't want to say that for them it might be it, it's it's the most important out of the out of the other wild card teams because I do think that you can argue that they have the oh, brightest future yeah, yeah. coming up. But but at the same time, if you're just looking at I want this performance from this guy right now, like yeah, it, you're not talking about you're not talking about hey we've gotten a really good Robbie Ray this year. No, you're talking about we've gotten an elite yeah, Robbie Ray yeah. this year. So if you want that, like you hope yeah. that you make the postseason so you can see that in action because you can't guarantee that you'll You've get it in You've gotten best of Robbie Ray. These are the greatest hits. Like, you know, if, if he gets... Hey, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump on the guy ahead of time, but I'm just saying like, we'll see. Like, again, yes, we have seen his best season to date by far, <laughs> you know, not debatable. Yes, this year, has been his, has been his year, Robbie Ray's year. Like I'm saying, he's he's the he's the leading Cy Young, you know, candidate for a reason. Like he's been holding it up. Hey, you know, I'm just saying, like, like with Ray, I think Ray's his ceiling. We're seeing what his ceiling is, and what a great fucking ceiling it is, though, right? Like I'm not, it's not like a bad thing. Like I'm just saying, like the guy's right. met his fucking potential. But if he can stay, if he can stay he, somewhere close stay there, to that, right? Like the if main he stay thing there, with that'd him, be fucking beautiful, right? Because the main thing with him is just not having right, a right, right. Right, like you don't want old, you don't Robbie want old Ray Robbie back. Ray, and you don't want <laughs> like, you to come back because that's part of it too, right? Well, we see a lot of times yeah. when guys hit that next right. level, you know, like a guy like Tyler Glass now. Tyler Glass now has been injury riddled, and when he wasn't injured, he fucking sucked. Yeah. Except for the last couple of years, right? Tampa Bay still finds that's a way saying. to Yo, win. Tampa Bay, though, I, there's no reason why they should be winning. I'll, I'll you know, till I die, I'll say it. there's no reason. Like we're just talking from, from Toronto and 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 um Tampa Bay, I can't think of one position except for maybe the bullpen. I would say yes. I would take Tampa Bay's guy over Toronto's guy it, at any position, right? Like, like maybe third base, right? Because that kind of gets changed a little bit over in Toronto. Um, Kevin Biggio was her, and he's kind of you know, not. He hasn't really been what we expected, or not even expected. I didn't think he's gonna be that good, but they're basically the one position where I'm like, okay, there's a debate. But shortstop at this point in the careers, I rather have Bubba Shet than than, than than Wander, right? Um, Nope. Oh yeah, yeah. Second yeah, base yeah. right now, yeah, yeah. I'm Second not, base, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, look, Wanda could turn, Wanda could turn into whatever he's gonna turn into. That's fine. Yeah, but you're Bichette, asking me Bichette today. Better. Today it's Boba Shet. No Second contact. base, not even a like, question, right? I, I don't know anyone who's not taking Simeon over Lowell. Like, I, it, you'd be insane to, to even make that statement. Yeah, I, I think right now too, but, but, but Lowell oh, does have good potential. potential. I, I think, I think that matchup, that matchup, like that second base matchup. Is actually it, one it of is. the closest. Hands down. Like I can see a world in which in which someone takes low like sure, further down today, the road. but like right fucking now, if we're going into a series, I'm taking yeah, a series. Yeah, for first sure. base. What are we even fucking talking about, right? Do you want fucking Jim Man Chubby Troy, or, or do you want fucking <laughs> right, 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 no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, next, next, right? We're next, going to the outfield. Next, 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 next. I don't need to talk about yeah, the Jericho like, killer. Like in the outfield, we got what or or, or Rosarena. I'd probably take other people above Rosarena, or is it or Rosarena is probably my third outfielder. In that, and the other two being George Springer and Teoscar Hernandez, right? The, the DH spot maybe goes to, to, yeah. to fucking Meadows, maybe. But, you know, rotation wise, bro, honestly, I can't even fucking tell you who's pitching for the fucking Rays. It's insane. Like, who's pitching for these motherfuckers? Who's pitching for them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, no, I couldn't tell, dude, I couldn't tell you. But, the, but at the same time, it's like, that's the thing with me. It's like, at some, dude, at some point, we have to give Tampa no, Bay some do. credit. 
because it's just like, look, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, it's something so, they're yeah, doing yeah, something yeah, right in Tampa Bay. Right. Like like they're they're coaching, they're scouting, whatever it is, their player development department, like they're doing something right. Because like you mentioned, right, a lot of teams would love to build the bullpen yeah. that Tampa Bay has. Right. A lot of team, a lot of teams would like to get production from the type of players that Tampa Bay are getting production from. And again, not to hit any players, but a lot of the players that Tampa Bay usually get production from are not all star caliber players. They get production they from. Suck. Yeah, they get like like a like a Choi, like a Choi would probably be on on a lot of other teams like bench, right? But he's the first baseman in Tampa Bay. They usually get performance out of out of him in big in big time situations yeah. and things like that, right? Like they just get they just kind of get their guys to perform. And like we mentioned, dude, it's incredible, man. Without a Tyler Glass now, they're still finding ways to win. They're 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 still right there, you know, looking like they might finish with the top record in the in the American League. I mean, it, it, it turns into a scary thing because if they can get these types of performances from the players that they have, like, then you start to wonder, like, what actually happens when you start to add some all-star yeah. caliber players yeah. to that? Like, if, like if, they, like if a Wander Franco develops into what everyone expects him to be, right? Like, then it's like, whoa, now you have, like, even higher caliber players, like, with your team. And that's when Tampa Bay becomes an even an even scarier opponent, right? Like, that's, that's honestly when Tampa Bay probably finally you know gets gets their world series like they've been close twice already in the last in the last you know 12 13 years or so uh they made their two trips they they they've unfortunately um haven't been able to to lock it down but you know like i i, I think they they are definitely one of those teams where they're going to be in the running for the al east no man. of course they're going to be they're and, gonna and we've be seen it already and we've seen it with the time they have already right like it doesn't matter who's there right even when they had what what, what was arguably one of the best race teams right they found a way to do it, right? When they had the Crawford, Longoria, yeah. uh, Price, Matt Moore wasn't broken, yeah. like, you know, James Shield. Like, <laughs> it, it was one of those things where, like, you saw it. Like, this is a team that you can see how they, why they compete, right? They have the names. Um, BJ Upton, they, they had ways to get it to, to get it done. Um, you know, uh, just looking at the rotation right now, which, you know, let's call it a rotation just because it needs a name. Like, it's young guys, which is, I think, what the, the biggest advantage is right now. There isn't a lot of video on these guys there isn't a lot of um you can't really see the repertoire right it, it's one of those things where where you know you're pretty much i don't want to say it smokes and mirrors right because these guys do have talent but they just don't have like that top end these guys are going to be aces of a team talent right and the best example for this in my opinion is a guy like blake snell who you had people who loved what blake snell had and thought that he was fucking garbage, and and for some reason he was just figuring it out there, and you know this year the Padres he was fucking got awful, right? Like like you know we saw that he really like at least at, to this point we've seen he he really isn't that guy, you know and and you know with Glass now I, I've always loved Glasshouse talent, but his biggest concern has been always been injury, and can he repeat his can he repeat yep. his mechanics and you know he figured it out last year, but. Again, injury was that second half of that, right? And, and and he was injured. But other than that, man, you're going off Ryan Yarborough, who's probably their their longest tenured starter there. Michael Walker, who I'm surprised is still in the MLB. If we're gonna be honest, right? Like he's had some he's had some bad years. Usually, where he's kind of wow. been out of the league because of injury. Nah, but but dude, it's like that group yeah. of guys, though. It, yo, that's exactly that is exactly a Tampa Bay Rays category. The group of players. 
that you were like, yo, wasn't this guy, like, didn't this guy get designated for assignment like two years ago? Like, yo, those are exactly the kind of players that somehow, again, not all of them because they've got, they have players in Franco and and Meadows and all, but but they are able, look, Tampa Bay compared to other teams, I have seen no other MLB team, at least recently, have more success at being able to convert players that have been designated yeah. for assignment or players that are that you know are kind of like released or like low ranking on previous teams that they've been at you know like kind of like those borderline yeah. minor league players and Tampa Bay just gets success Yo, out of them man it's 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 Tam- great to Tampa see Tampa Bay is what like my Dominican uncle who like came from DR when he was like in his 20s wishes he was where he used to just pick up crap from the street thinking it was going to be like this beautiful fucking form ornament <laughs> that's going to make the home better then we're sitting in the fucking living room with a fucking dentist chair as, like, the fucking main piece of fucking, <laughs> like, furniture. But, no, but the race, like, yo, look. And this one really hurts. Yo, David Robertson has come on and done fucking crazy things. Yo, he's uh, a guy that, 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 uh, the, that the White Sox and the Yankees, well, the White Sox paid him about 12 mil a year to be injured and then trade back to the Yankees for free. Now he's with, he's with the Rays for, like, what, $12? And he's just doing it up. Dude, it honestly disgusts me. It disgusts me because he's one of those guys who like should not be with any other team yeah, besides the Yankees. Yeah, that one hurts. Like every time that like he every time that he like every time that he has like a bad year, right? Like I don't understand why like Cashman doesn't just like bring him yeah, back. Like, <laughs> like to see if it could because I'm like for some reason I'm like, eh, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Like it's just like, man, like what are I don't think I've ever seen like David Robertson be like super awful he hasn't he really hasn't like in new in new york like yeah when it comes to when it yeah, comes like, to, to rock to him and batantis batantis is always going to look weird to me outside of a yankee uniform you know what i mean like he's one yeah. of those where it's like i don't get it man batantis man that was that was one of, that was one of those oh, sad right. ones all right that's one of those sad ones. i met him once he's fucking gigantic he's large <laughs> as shit he's a fucking oh monster. yeah i bet he's like yeah, six, yeah. Seven like, I, sh- I, I shook his hand yeah. like i lost my hand i'm like oh i don't know where that shit went like <laughs> he's a fucking NFL lineman. Like it's, it's stupid. He's six eight. Like he's just not a human being. Like it hurt me to 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 like even watch him throw. But nah, man. Look, so so look, wild cards is where it's at right now, right? That's really the only thing you should be following on, on the AL side of it. Um, everything else is, is is wrapped up. You know, just some other news. Look, today there was a brawl, right? Which makes me want to see the Blue Jays. In the fucking yeah. playoffs more. Yeah, right. right. I was just about to mention against these two teams. And, yeah. you know, basically yeah. yesterday, uh, Kiermaier slid into home. He stole the pitching plan away from Alejandro Kirk. Uh, today, Kiermaier got thrown at. I'm not a big fan of Kiermaier, so I'm obviously not not, not too mad at that. Um, that is that's Nick's boy, boy though. Nick, Nick, about it, Nick about to come back next week. He should. He should. He he's the fourth outfielder. He's the fourth <laughs> or fifth outfielder on every on any, any MLB team he plays on, just because he's that good defensively. But offensively, he's Ooh. he's ass. Oh, let's just be real about it. Let's, let's just let's just keep it <laughs> keep it let's keep it a buck. There we go. Those are those are com those are comments from. Come at me, Nick from, from Seattle. Not nah. you know. I'm I'm not I'm not a Kiermaier I'm not a Kiermaier defender. I I, I stay he, out of this. He's got one. a great glove. Hitting. I can't defend. I can't defend people who are here just you know picking up other Word. teams' cars, stealing shit you know? from the field. <laughs> no, but look, it's gonna be fun to watch, right? Like if, if the Jays get in it, that'll be fucking awesome to see, right? Got a little bit more fuel to the fire. Um, you know, hopefully it won't be like the fuel that the Yankees had when they had. I don't even think he's on the roster anymore. Michael Brousseau is that was that his name? Who hit it off, Chapman? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's no longer in that major oh, league. Oh my lord! Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's flipping burgers somewhere. 
I, I, I could not even answer. I could not even answer that question, yeah, man. Because not. again, they have, they just have that luck of just getting messed up by like, by minor yeah, leaguers. It's, it's fucking insane. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all we're following, right? Some, some stuff happened around the MLB. You know, like Rays clinched the third straight years. Um, Tampa Bay, Toronto, they're throwing hands. Um, David Bell got extended to 2023. That's pretty big news. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That is. We got to see if he's going to be managing the same Reds team though, because I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't trust those red that red team staying the that, way it is. That red team is kind of an anomaly to me. It just doesn't make sense. Where, where even if you're telling me that they're yeah. they're they're a team that they're going to be in the playoff contention, and uh, fuck, I forgot his name right now. Oh, Eugenio Suarez, and Eugenio Suarez is going to be as bad as he was this year. I'd be like, no shot. But but you know, right. then you got guys yeah. like Jonathan India. He's yeah. been fucking amazing. He's, he's being consideration for rookie of the year. Yeah, you have got yeah. Yo, Castellanos is probably Castellanos opt out. should opt out. That like, man's about to get thirty mil. Nah, no, no, definitely not. He, yeah, he'll get money. Nah, but he, nah, but he'll because he got because yeah, I I think I said it last week. He got like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, he, he got like he's nah. He's he's getting like more. He's getting than the that, JD so. contract. He's getting the JD yeah. Martinez contract. Yeah, be probably. probably twenty for three yeah. years. Five at one ten. Yeah, or something like that. Or yeah, or if they or if someone wants to extend them for longer, yeah, it'll probably be like a five at one ten type. Of Yo, I, I know it's gonna sound crazy because obviously we're Yankee fans, so we want everybody to come play in this league. But he's a way better fit than anyone they fucking have right now. Like, oh, I would. Yo, I oof. It would be oof, real, man. <laughs> I would look. I would package. I look package Hicks, package Voight, package or shall package whoever else you want to package. Just send them off to another team. Send them off to another team and then just go sign Casiano. I wish. Like that that way that there, there's a spot for him to play in the outfield, man. I'd love it, but yeah. yeah I, I, he'd be, I think I would love him to be the DH. He, I feel like um Stan does better when he's in the outfield <laughs> for some reason. Like, I feel like he just needs to be out there. We just have we just have Castellano's yeah, DH. What's up, buddy? Or play first base. What's We're not gonna have Rizzo next year. Or Boyd. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, is that Nick Castellano? They'll be like, no, nah, that's JD Martinez. <laughs> 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 At least that's what Daniel said. Yeah, man, but that's, like that's pretty much it for for the news, right? Like we we you know like I said, it's it's the end of the year, and if it wasn't for the second NL wild card, yeah. we'd have like pretty much nothing to talk about, right? Um, I, I do know with the end of the year yeah. coming, we're probably gonna have some some award episodes coming up, right? When the next couple of weeks, right when the season ends. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sure we're gonna have a. I, I'm sure we're gonna have some type of heated debate on here about those awards because. Again, a lot of those look. A lot of those award races are tightly contested, and even though that look, I'm a, yo. Can I just say something real quick? It pisses me off that so many people have like made up their mind about yeah. awards already. Like it's just like, look, I get it, and I'm pointing at the AL MVP race. Like I get it, and I'm not saying that like, oh, Tani's not gonna win MVP or anything. But, like, y'all really making it seem like Vladdy's season ain't shit. And I take that to be, like, disrespectful. He, he did, he did like, it out of the worst possible year. Any other year, he's running away with MVP. Yo, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that, like, they are literally just jumping over this man's number. I'm like, I'm like yo, can you tell me again how old Vladdy is? Yeah, he's like 22, I think. Exactly. I'm like, dude. I'm like, dude. And y'all just glossing over his numbers like they're meaningless. Like, I get it. Y'all in love with Otani and stuff. And even then, if you want to look at his stats, it's fine. Like, if y'all want to give him MVP, sure. But, like, I'm just saying, like, can y'all stop just publicly pushing this narrative? Like, 
Otani's just like runaway MVP or anything like that. Cause I'm like, that's a load of BS. Like that, that's ridiculous. It, it is, man. I, he, I think that's kind of be one of those things where, you know, we always look back at, oh, how come this guy didn't have this? Um, Otani's the reason, right? When you, when you have a historical season like that, it's pretty hard to, to, to beat him in an MVP race. And then, look, I, there's a lot of stuff to talk yeah. about, man. Look, Cy Young and the NL is going to be closer than people think. Um, the, the, the NL MVP should be a conversation, right? It's not just going to go to Steve Jr. It could possibly go to other people. Maybe Max Scherzer, who has come on and been ridiculous. So so there'll be there'll be stuff to, to talk, talk about, man. We'll, we'll be back next week. I think we get Nick back, too. I think he's back from, from his uh, Seattle trip. So so we'll see, man. But, yeah, yo, anything you want to wrap, wrap up before we get out of here? Nah, man, I think we're pretty good. Just, like I said, about nine, ten more games left for a lot of these teams. Like, the season, by the time, we probably have a, a another episode. By the time we get to, like, probably two more episodes, like, the season's probably going to be wrapped up. So, yeah, it's coming to an end here, and then we'll have a lot of we'll have a lot more to dive into in terms of free agency, off season awards, like you said. So yeah, definitely a lot more content. Yeah, man, coming up just too. just came in. Alex Avila is, is retiring. Um, you know, catcher won on a couple of World Series teams, so not huge news, but it, it is news. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys later. Thank you everybody for listening to Diamond Talk. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up at diamondtalkpodcast at gmail.com. That's diamondtalkpodcast at gmail.com. To catch up on our old episodes, or if you want to check out the rest of the awesome pods that we have under the SSAW network, head to our website at tssaw.com and do not forget to subscribe. See you all next week and we'll catch you on the field.